he's a killer. Welcome to the Activity Continues podcast. If you're new here, we are friends and soul sisters who recap episodes of the TV show The Dead Files and talk about other creepy shit as well as stuff about our lives. I'm Megan. And this is Amy. Uh, Thanks for joining us again. This week, Megan is recapping The Dead Files episode called Last Call. It's from season 12. It's episode six, and it originally aired on March 5th, 2020. Did I get that date right this time? I think so, yeah. I fucked you it did. up last, yeah. last week. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you choose this one? I know you talked about it last week, but let's, in case people didn't hear. Um, I chose it because it took place in Florida and I used to live in Florida. Oh, cool. So just nothing super deep about what, it. What part of Florida did you live in? I lived in Pensacola, which is oh, in the okay. panhandle. It's like, it's close to Mobile, Alabama. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I lived there. Um, and yeah, it was really I loved it. Did you? Yeah. I've I've never um loved Florida, but it's mostly because it's too hot. I, I can't I, handle the heat. It you know, the first place we lived in was like a multi-million dollar condo where we walked out onto the balcony and we were like a hundred feet from the ocean. Oh, and wow. so we saw dolphins. Oh wow. In yeah, and then we moved into a trailer uh uh trailer park why why is the the disparity why why were you uh able to live in a multi-million dollar place for a while and then went straight to a trailer a trailer park um because my uh ex-husband was in the military and so they were giving him a a housing stipend and he shared it with um four of the four other officers which it was funny because it was only a three-bedroom condo and uh-huh. so one of the guys, they rotated every couple of months and one of them would have to sleep in a literal closet. Oh, no. Yeah. So there were three bedrooms and then a closet, like <laughs> an actual closet that they just like put a mattress in. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it was nice. It was a nice condo. Cool. And then we they didn't renew the lease on that. And then we just found, you know, the trailer to because we could live really cheap. Yeah. I mean, some of those trailers are awesome. Yeah. So I'm not, and no shade. This one wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are real, like some of them you wouldn't even know. Yeah. It's a trailer. I know. Unless you like saw it on the outside. But if you like look inside, uh huh, doesn't look yeah. like a trailer at all. Yeah. I've seen some really nice ones. Yeah. Cool. So, okay. So um, that's why I chose it. Cool. All right. Before we get too far, I want to um, make my beverage. As yeah. you can see, if you're watching the video, I have my little bar set up over here. And coffee and bars, <laughs> different kind of bar. Yeah. I am drinking one of the three spirit mm-hmm. uh, beverages. This is the social elixir. So what drink are you making? I chose the, it's called the herbal stimulant. I got it off their website. Nice. And it is that social elixir, mm-hmm. an ounce of espresso coffee. Oh yeah. And one and a half teaspoons of maple syrup. Oh, that sounds real good. And I made I made the espresso ahead of time and stuck it in this Thank little squeeze you. bottle. 
God, you're so prepared. So, well, yeah, I, I ended up getting the last episode edited like a couple days early. So I actually had like two days where I didn't have anything I had to do with the webs with the podcast. And you were like, usually, what do I do with my time? I know. Usually I get one episode done and then like that day we record the next one. Mm-hmm. So then the next morning I'm back at editing the next we, one. So listen, you guys, we <laughs> are adulting this week. I started my episode so early. I know you did. I was shocked. I finished it last night, but I started it early. Early. Yep. That's important. I started it like Saturday, I think. Wow. Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't want to do any jewelry making, but I'm like, I have to do something. And so I just started watching it. Yeah. You can always do that. Mm -hmm. I realized when I was writing the script this morning that I, there's a part in the script where I say what I'm going to do next week. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I have not thought about that yet. That's so literally I, me when yeah. we're chatting. Yeah. Um, I'm like looking. You're like scrambling. The, yeah. I'm looking through the spreadsheet. Like, can I do this? No, no. Then. Okay. Let's do that one. Like literally as we're recording. So right. this week I don't have to. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I picked mine out and then um, I also did a little research on it and which is why I was watching. I watched a little of uh I, I, me- I messaged. Bilbo. I messaged Megan today, and I said I was watching uh, Bilbo, and because this, you might remember, or you might know what I'm talking about. Once I get to the part where I tell you which episode I'm doing, but mm-hmm. the client in the one that I'm doing next time mm-hmm. is um, he's been on a bunch of other shows. Is this the one that you did before? Because no. there was there was one that you did that he'd been on a ton of stuff too. Yeah. Oh, that was the little Velisca guy. The Velisca axe oh, murder. Oh, the Velisca axe murder. Yeah. 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 And Joey was his name. Was his name Joey? Johnny. Johnny. I don't know. It was Johnny, Whatever. I think. Anyway. Them. Yeah. No, this is a different one. This is. Um, yeah. Well, I'll talk more about it later. But. Okay. But yeah. So I was watching one of Bilbo's shows and I was so. I had to text Megan. I was so upset. He's I was like, what the douche. fuck am I watching this for in the first place? And he's such a big douchebag. And. Yeah. With sitting there he's with just his, so disrespectful. Yeah, and and he's he's sitting there going, "I want you to put your arms around me and squeeze my neck real hard." And I was like, "Please, please do it, please do it." Yeah. Oh God, he was annoying. He's just I. He's the worst. Yeah. So anyway, mm. yeah. So I started. I didn't start watching the episode because I saw it already, but a long, long time ago. But um, I will watch it again for real and take real notes. But yeah, so that's why I was watching other stuff. For reals. Okay. Oh, I'm going to make my drink, but I want to wish everyone happy St. Patrick's Day. because (gasps) Happy St. Patrick's Day. This will be out on St. Patrick's Day. (gasps) Ooh, go drink your Guinness if you like it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. Oh, I do. that's okay. I don't. I love Guinness. I don't mm. love beer. I really Mm-mm. don't, but I love Guinness. I can drink a lot it's, of Guinness. I cannot drink oh, a lot it's of Guinness. Delicious. It's so creamy. Or enjoy your three spirits if yes. you are a non-drinker. If, if you don't want to drink. Yeah. Which I'm not a non-drinker, fine. but tonight I am. Yeah. Saving up so I can party like a rock star this weekend. But What's this weekend? Nothing. Just the oh, weekend. just the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. didn't know if I was missing something. No. When's your anniversary? Wedding anniversary? Yes. Uh... July. Oh, okay. July 10th. Okay. But we never um we never did anything for Valentine's Day. <laughs> neither did we cuz I was really sick. Oh, and right. We, neither of us just it's 
I, we we really just don't like going out. It. Yeah, we don't like going out on Valentine's Day because everybody else is. The prices are all jacked the up. The prices are jacked up. It's so, not fun. And yeah. honestly, I'm 38. John's 41. <laughs> I'd rather just be at home and no bra yeah. on the couch. <laughs> right. I don't want to have to put me every night on. Anyway. I don't right. want to have to put Spanx on. Right. I want slippers. I want I yeah. want to look like a homeless person in my yeah. own house yeah. on Valentine's Day. Yep. So we did nothing. Yep. We didn't do anything either. Well, actually, that's not true. We went to the Legion, Ooh. which had about seven people in it. And everybody was like, happy Valentine's Day and yelling across the bar at each other. And we're like, we really know how to make it romantic up in here and all this. <laughs> <laughs> but we sat there at the Legion drinking and coming up with what we were going to do for Valentine's Day a week or two later. And we yeah. never did that either. We had That's... some restaurants picked out. We didn't do any of it. That's fine. Whatever. It's just a commercial holiday anyway. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I'm going to back off, make my drink. You can sing, you can talk, whatever. Oh I can talk, but it, it won't be very. No, it, it, it won't, won't be, be right very loud. Mic. Yeah. It'll be like Megan before when I'm like, oh my God, why? What? I don't understand why I sound so far away. <laughs> I was practicing today trying. I was, I'm in the, using this new setup where I have this uh -huh. like wall thing here mm -hmm. so that the sound stays here. In your bubble. Yeah. And I was testing. I was like, making noise on the back of the microphone and it's picking up everything. I'm like, why is it picking up shit from the back? Because you have the wall. No, it was. It, no, before I had the wall. Oh. But, but either way, like if I were to snap I my fingers back here, it would, pack, it would pick up and I don't know why. It shouldn't do that. This no. is the kind of microphone that's only supposed to pick up from the sides yeah. to the front. And the front. And not the shit in the back. So I don't know what's going on. But... um. But then I flipped it around to, to mm -hmm. see if it was really picking, like how how much it was picking up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I sound like Megan in that one episode." <laughs> that one episode. That's so nice of you. It was. Like it was the, maybe two. It was. Okay. I feel like it was more than two. No, I don't think it so. It was quite a lot. I, I don't understand why it's not working. <laughs> like, what? You sound really tinny. That sounds weird. We're gonna have to. Yeah. And I thought um, you said tiny, and I'm. Like, I know. Well, okay. Like, Is that bad? Is that Is a bad that, thing? I mean. <laughs> The camera adds 10 pounds. Maybe the microphone takes 10 away. <laughs> Wouldn't that so, be nice? That's how that works. I'll just walk around with a microphone all day. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> all right. I'm going to make my drink. All right. Amy's making her drink. All right. She is making her drink, everybody. And I'm trying to narrate it the way that you want, like a, like golf where, you know, you're yeah. really quiet. And now she's, oh, it's a beautiful day for a drink. Look at her. She's. <laughs> Now she's pouring the three spirit and ooh, nice. She's nice move there. Nice move. Nice move. Watch the wind. Watch the wind. Watch the I don't know. I, I don't watch a lot of golf. I think it's boring, but I think the announcers are really quiet. So I don't know why the announcers are quiet. It's not like the golfers can hear them. They could scream and the golfers wouldn't hear them. I don't know why they're quiet, but oh, and now she's breaking into the espresso. She's got one ounce of the espresso. She's got a She's got to adjust her glasses because what? she can't see. I don't remember if this is one ounce or this is, it's like it's one and a half. I hope so. Or one I did, and two. I did two of these with the yeah. social elixir, which is what I'm supposed to do. Two so. ounces. That looks like an ounce, doesn't that it? Looks the like, top part? That looks like, yeah. All right. All right. Now we're going in with the espresso. Happy liquid in a cup. Doo doo. It's espresso. And there it goes. You can hear it hitting the ice. It's a very beautiful sound. Oh my God, we could do this for ASMR. Just making a drink. And then go. 
<laughs> I don't have the right nails though. You need nails for it. That's what yeah. all the ASMRs do. They touch everything with their nails. Yeah. Now she's eyeballing the syrup. She yeah. did not measure that. Did you, not. you measure that with your heart. Yeah. Now she's putting some ice cubes in that she was using to chill her martini glass. Exactly. All right. I'm going to shake. It's going to get loud. I'll do it over here though. I'm like a bartender. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Shake your cocktail. Uh-uh. Shake your cocktail. Uh-uh. I said, oh, shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake. Where's the strainer? Where's your... Oh, is it built in? Okay, yep. good. All right. I didn't want... You got a strain. Oh, she looks smooth. That's a beautiful color. Get it all in there. All of the goodness. All right. She looks good. That looks like Guinness right there. It does. Color. It does. It's really pretty. It smells delicious. I hope it tastes good. I have to pretend not to make a bad face if it doesn't taste good. (laughs) This stuff is that the social elixir stuff is really good. So the only thing I'm worried about is that my espresso is not good. Oh well, you know. Um, Speaking of herbal concoctions, it's real good. I got some uh, gummies from. We went to a brewery last week in Victus. You and Amy P. Amy P, patron Amy. I called her up and I'm like, what do you, oh, I texted her because she. I don't think she's a phone person. And I'm like, what are you doing right now? It's an and Amy she, thing. Mm, yeah. And she was like, I'm just at home. And I was like, do you want to meet at a brewery in like 45 minutes? <laughs> and she was like, sure. Of course. <laughs> so we went to Invictus and we had, um, they had a hard hot chocolate. Oh my god, it was so good. Oh and then gosh. they had a stout, a nut goody stout. And I am normally not a stout drinker, but this yeah. is smooth. It is so good. And nut goody, does that mean it was peanutty chocolatey? It was more chocolatey. Okay. But not it wasn't a uh, like a in your face chocolate. It was kind of like an after okay. taste. Yeah. It was it was just what like just smooth, just so good. Wow. I didn't yeah. know they had yummy flavors like that. I would go to a brewery if I could drink that stuff. Yeah. So we did I did a flight. Um and I think I took a mm. picture and Yep. I saw that. Yeah. I wasn't sure what it what was all so in it, but it was the hard hot chocolate on the end, and then the dark beer was the stout and then two blondes on mm. the end. And I did not like those, so I gave those to Amy. Mm-hmm. Were they hoppy? No, they weren't hoppy. They just oh, okay. weren't good. Okay. I don't, I don't like hops. And so anything that Mm-mm. tastes like IPA or anything that's hoppy, Ugh, I hate it, it tastes like vomit to me. Yeah, it does. It's yeah. bile. It's and I gross. don't understand how people can drink it. Me it's neither. hideous. Me neither. Like my yeah. brother loves Sam Adams. My dad loves Sam Adams. And I'm like, too Well, hoppy. there's a Sam Adams stout that's pretty good. There's an oatmeal stout that's really good. Mm, I'll, just, you know, I'll but... just take the nut goodie stout. Yeah. So anyways, so good. we saw, I saw like they had a whole wall of gummies. And I'm like, I'll try some of those. But they're THC. So mm-hmm. they would show, mm-hmm. mm. but they're delightful because I just pop one and go sleep, uh, which is good. Cause like this week I've, I've had trouble sleeping. I don't know what's going on. I have to. And then I'm like, oh my God, what if I'm in perimenopause? Because that's a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. And uh-huh. I'm 38 uh-huh. and fuck my life. Uh-huh. If I'm in perimeni- perimenopause. And I was talking to my friend, the doctor, and she's like, well, we are the right age. And I'm like, yep. that's not what you're supposed to say. <laughs> you're supposed to be like, no, we're too young. You know what? Embrace it. Embrace it. 
Okay. Anyway, how's your drink? It's good. It's really good. Yeah. It's, um, you know, you remember when you had these over at my house that were made with this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it's kind of like a, it's hard to describe, but it's like a, a almost vinegary, you know, that it's, um, and I don't normally like vinegar, but it's like a bittersweet. I feel like nobody really likes vinegar. Oh, Greg does. God, he'd drink it right out of the. That's disgusting. Like regular white vinegar or like balsamic vinegar? Balsamic vinegar. But like even when he makes stuff and uses like rice vinegar or whatever, he always uses way more than I would. We had a a meal kit coming this week. Mm. It was supposed to come on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And it came today. And late. late, Two days late. (laughs) And and the ice packs were melted. So we were afraid to eat the meat. The meat, yeah. Meat and fish is what we got. And so we just threw all that away. And you should, we're gonna. You the other stuff to is still okay. Oh, I did. They, they. Good. I wrote to him yesterday, and I was like, I have a feeling. I'm like, I know this isn't your fault. It's FedEx's fault, especially the FedEx in Rogers, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know who, what the fuck they're smoking over there, but almost every time I get something that goes through that facility, it's late, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's food, yeah, and then it's rotten by the time it gets right. here. So you don't want to mess with that. No. So I reached out to them and I was like, I, I know this isn't your fault, but it hasn't come yet. It's not even, it was supposed to be here yesterday. It's not even on the truck. Mm-hmm. So uh, how, do you know if they keep it refrigerated, et cetera? Yeah. And she was just like, I'll just refund you. Don't worry about it. Just, and you know, don't Which eat with, you don't feel Which is nice eating. of them, but also really yeah. frustrating because it's not their issue and it's yeah, not, it's their, not fault their fault. Yeah, it's not their fault. Right. And I was like, you know because... what? And they said that FedEx... The reason FedEx gave was for weather. I'm like, we didn't have any weather yesterday. It was fine. We didn't have any weather yesterday. We didn't have any weather Tuesday. It was last we week. We got like a dusting of snow. Right. But like, this is Minnesota. That's right. a normal Tuesday. Yeah. People were driving when we were getting 16 inches. I know. So I know. Calm down, Dan, and get in your truck. <laughs> I know. So yeah, I wrote back to them. And I was like, thank you very much. I appreciate the refund. Um, I'm so sorry. Hopefully I can still eat you know, some of the stuff, but mm-hmm. if not, I'm okay throwing it away. And I said, by the way, we have not had weather. So FedEx is lying about yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I got a meal kit a few years ago and I opened the green beans and a ginormous spider fell <gasps> out of them. And I know I how did, much you love spiders. I know. And I, I screamed and then I didn't eat the green beans. I threw them no. away. Yeah, that would um, be hard. And that was not as traumatic though, as the time that I bought like little individual applesauce cups from Target and I opened one and a bug crawled out and I don't know what kind of bug this was. It was a very scary looking bug. Oh it, my God. It was like an alien. Like it had weird antenna <gasps> and like little pinchers. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was alive in it your was applesauce? alive in the applesauce. And I opened up the lid and its little head popped out and <gasps> I screamed and closed the lid. Holy shit. It was terrifying. I was like, I don't want it. <laughs> I am I am picturing a cartoon applesauce and little bug with his head sticking out. If anybody wants to animate that for us, I would love it. Yeah, so I was traumatized from that. I've had <sighs> apparently a lot of insect and arachnid-related food issues. Dear Lord, yeah. yeah. So Yikes. literally now, like six years later, when I open applesauce for my son, I'm always like, is a bug going to pop out? Yeah. Or? So, Yikes. yeah. Um, so that's that. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. 
Uh, I just got some of those little applesauce cups. I just put two of them in the fridge. Oh, I eat them all the time. I love them, especially the cinnamon ones. Oh, I haven't gotten those. I like. I I don't like too much sweet, so I get the ones that are unsweetened. Mm. So they're just apple. But also, uh, regarding the show, we still don't know when the next season starts. Yeah, nobody seems to know. Yeah, and if you're on one of the Facebook groups, uh, you don't have to keep asking. Mm-hmm. You don't have to keep giving out false information. I got really annoyed. I know you did. This week. I was like, I have seen like 15 posts. I don't know why the admins keep letting these posts go in the same fucking post every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're never coming back. Boo hoo. I really miss this show. Uh-uh-uh. So I wrote a comment and I'm like, people. Uh oh. There is another season. It's coming soon. Mm-hmm. We don't have a date yet. We don't know what's happening beyond that. And I'm like, I have spoken to a sketch artist and a client from the upcoming season. There will be an upcoming mm-hmm. season. Like, keep your There's fucking pants on. There's a lot to do post Yeah. Just because they're done filming doesn't mean it's going to be on doesn't next week. mean it's week. ready tomorrow. Like, they yeah. have a lot And think about, like, work to do. all those voiceovers that they mm-hmm. do, that Amy and Steve do, and Matt. Those I'm sure those are all done after they're done mm-hmm. filming everything. They have to edit it. They have yep. to. And, you know, th- how many clients have we talked to when they said the reveal is like five, six hours? Yeah. Yeah. They, have they have to, to edit that down, down, that part alone mm-hmm. to what, 10 minutes? Yeah, at the most. Yeah. So imagine, and she does her walks last hours and hours and yeah, hours. She goes, so she does that for like three days sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. calm down. It's yeah. coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. We still don't know, but it's coming. And somebody in the Facebook group knows Matt and said, Mm -hmm. I asked Matt, I talked to him last night and he doesn't know either. But he said it's coming, but he doesn't Mm -hmm. have a date either. And, you know, maybe they just can't say anything yet. Right. But but maybe they don't have a date yet. I don't know. Yeah. So. So. All right. Well, we should jump in. Yeah. Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. So content warning, there is rape, um, murder, and child death that is talked about. Okay. In this episode. So we are in Palatka, Florida. Palatka, I think. And they got a call from newlywed named Tiffany, who just got married to Johnny. Um, But she didn't just marry into the family. She married into the business. And it was called, it's a bar called Steamboat Willie's, which um, I don't know if you guys know, but Steamboat Willie is the first animated Disney short. Mm -hmm. That mm-hmm. was ever created. So mm-hmm. with little that's Mickey what Mouse. Plays, yep, that's what plays in the newer Disney movies when you see Mickey at the start dancing with the and he's got the um steering wheel of the boat. Oh, I know yeah. it's called yep. something. I can't it's think of what it is. Called the helm? Helm. There it is. Is that it? Or the I spinnaker? So. Sometimes this wheel is called the spinnaker, depending on what kind of boat it is. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway. He's at that and he's dancing, and that's from Steamboat Willies. Totally yep. off track, but yep. that's where we are. And she said, as soon as she started renovating the bar, things started to get crazy. And I'm like, don't renovate. That's when you're going to awaken <laughs> you stir stuff. up shit. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. So Tiffany and Steve are meeting. They're sitting out in like a nice little patio and just kind of getting, you know, the background. And she, Tiffany says she's really concerned for the safety of everyone, the customers and themselves. Um, she said the bar has been in her husband, Johnny's family for 30 years. She then shows a picture of her husband, Johnny and his father, uh, Bob, who died 10 years ago. And so there, it was, you know, it was his dream. It was his bar and, and he passed away. And um, so Johnny and Tiffany are just trying to keep that dream alive. You know, it's, it's been in their family. They want to keep it going. That was, his, you know, in, in memory of their father and in honor of him. So Steve is like, well, do you think it's Bob, you know, doing that? And Tiffany says, no, he wouldn't be responsible for the issues. He would protect them. He was very devoted to the bar. He wouldn't be doing anything to kind of put people in, in uh, harm's way. Mm-hmm. So then Steve asks, um, you know, what, what type of stuff is going on? And she said they feel watched. Um, there's objects being thrown and now people are getting physically attacked. They have a staircase um, and people are getting kind of thrown down that or pushed down that. And so that Tiffany's like, this is not good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Steve says, well, what are you going to do? Like, why don't you just move? And she said, we can't move. This is our life. It's mm-hmm. a do or die situation to which mm-hmm. is it? <laughs> so then we go up to the second floor, which I, I can't really tell. I couldn't tell if that was like where they lived. I don't think so. I think it's just the second floor of the bar. Okay. Um, and Tiffany said that she saw an apparition. Is that how I say that word? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, when I said it, it didn't sound right. I, I, I've done that before too. And that's why I say like, I say it wrong sometimes. And then I'm yeah. like, well, that, I know that's not right. That's not right. So she saw an apparition of a woman. Um, and Steve was like, well, could she have been a customer? And she said, nope, she wasn't a customer. Um, and she had on period type clothing, but like you said last week, she was solid. She wasn't see-through. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Steve was like, well, what period are we talking about? And Tiffany said 1800s ish. And Tiffany said the vibe that she gets from this woman is that this place is hers. The woman belongs here. And kind of like Tiffany doesn't. Mm. She's also seen a shadow figure looking thing. She said she was outside and she saw it walking down the sidewalk. She said it was inhumanly tall, as tall as the buildings. And she oh, said Jesus. it walked. Yeah, this we come back to this um, oh in the reveal. But she said it walked right into the building. Steve asked wow. if she was drinking. You boozing? <laughs> you boozing? Because he, he's like, you work in a bar. Like, could it have been a hallucination? She goes, nope, I wasn't drinking that night. She's in a band and they play at the bar sometimes. Okay. And she said, I had band practice that night. I wasn't drinking. Mm-hmm. Wasn't boozing. No boozing. No boozing. Um, she also says that she gets touched inappropriately upstairs. She said it feels like someone grabs her butt and she'll turn around and nobody's there. Ghost by a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she said one of her biggest concerns is the staircase and not the one with Michael Peterson, but an actual <laughs> staircase. <laughs> My favorite. But I'm ching. Um, she said uh, it's like a really big, long staircase, really. It's kind of, it's wider than like an average staircase and there's really nothing, you know, at the top. It's just, you walk around a corner and you go down. She said, people have been pushed off the stairs. One woman was pretty sure that her ribs were bruised. Um, and then Steve, I'm no paranormal expert, but this is bad. <laughs> Yes, Steve. Well, you kind of are, Steve, by, you know, by association. But, I mean, we're in season 12. 
Um, yeah. He's, we, he's been through some shit. Yeah. He's seen some shit. Yeah. No, he hasn't. But he's he hasn't seen any people. paranormal shit, but he's seen people who have seen paranormal shit. And then he's like, well, someone could have gotten paralyzed or killed. You could lose the bar. <laughs> and I said, thank you, Captain Obvious. Correct. <laughs> he, he said that to my girl last time, too. I got yeah. pushed down the stairs. Yeah. You, you know you could have died. Yeah. Well, no, I hadn't thought about it, Steve. Well, shit. Um, so then Steve. we go into the actual bar area. And um, Tiffany told about a time where mugs flew off the top shelf. Um, Steve asked if there was an animal, like a rat or something, which like, okay, first of all, even if there was, she's not going to be on national TV and go like, yes, there are oh, rats in our bar. We got lots of rats, yeah, but it wasn't that. Big. They're big rats. <laughs> One of them's name is Polly, but it wasn't them. <laughs> I saw Polly that day. He was out the back. <laughs> so she's like, nope, it wasn't uh, a rat uh, or an, a, any other animal. Um, and then she also says feelings of being anxious. And Steve is like, well, you don't strike me as an anxious person. And she goes, no, I'm not. And I'm like, how do you know if somebody's an anxious person? Like, I have a lot of thoughts about Steve, apparently, that I didn't know I had. But, <laughs> and I love you, Steve. I love you, Steve. You know I love you. So another question that she had is she wonders if she's being followed home because things happen to her outside of the bar. Oh, yikes. She said, just last night, something grabbed her foot and twisted it. Ooh. And she said, safe to say, she didn't sleep. And then Steve goes, not for nothing. We got a lot of crap going on here. <laughs> Not for nothing. Not I'll for do, nothing. I'll, I'll do that as a soundbite. I have it as a soundbite. <laughs> okay, I have the numbers. Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, this is a soundbite. Um, so then we go to Johnny, Tiffany's husband, and he's concerned as well. He said one person got pushed from behind in the bar, um, kind of walking out, and they were pushed like two hands um, on their back. He said he came in the bar with Tiffany heard whistling and singing out back while doing inventory. And Steve is like, well, could it have been the neighbors? And Johnny says, no, the walls are like two feet thick with brick. He said, mm -hmm. you, you won't hear anything from the other mm -hmm. side. He'll see um, late at night. He said he sees shadows going by in the mirror. Nope. That's what I'm going to take the mirrors down. <laughs> and then we talk again about Bob, Johnny's father, who passed away 10 years ago. He's Johnny said he was the life of the party, loved to throw parties, loved to be at parties. And the bar was his spot. Like he would be there even if he didn't have to work. He just mm -hmm. loved it. Mm -hmm. um, and so Steve asks, you know, what if your father's here? You know, would that how would you feel? And Johnny said he would be reassured. He would feel like he's still doing what he wants to do. Mm hmm. So then they're talking about, you know, stuff that happened in the bar. And Johnny said, well, actually, we had a ceiling fan fall. And to which I said, that is one of my fears is like a ceiling yeah. fan just falls. Yeah. Fell for no reason. It wasn't on. There was no roof damage, no ceiling damage, no water damage, nothing. Weird. Um, and he actually has security footage of it that I'm going to send you. Um, oh, okay. I took a little video of it. Oh, cool. And it's like nothing's around. And then all of a sudden you just see the fan fall. Wow. So then we um, interview a couple employees and customers. We don't get their names, nothing. It's just mm -hmm. like a quick interview one after the other. Sure. So the first woman will see the silhouette of a man watching the bartender. Doesn't like it. Obviously. <laughs> Second woman, um, she was carrying three cups in one hand and she said something aggressively knocked one of the cups upward 
from her hand. So, you know, if you're holding a cup and somebody comes underneath like, and hit it, that, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's what they did. Um, then the first guy says there always seems like there's a really tense energy in the bar. Like it's always ready for a fight. Hmm. The third woman says she saw an apparition of a man that walked right through the doors. She said, and Steve said, what do you, what did you do? And she goes, I don't even think I finished my food. She said, I just got up and left. Oh, wow. He was so scared. And I was like, I would have been too. I would be, let's go. And Amy would be like, let's follow him. I'd be like, yeah, maybe he'll come back. And I'd be like, where this is, this is where we part for the day. <laughs> I would think that I had imagined it. <laughs> but if you and I saw it together, yeah, then we both saw it. Yeah. Steve says, what has Steve the most concerned of the physical attacks? And the second guy says he walked out of a room. And like I said, he felt two hands on his back, shoving him out of the room. And he wow. said, whatever it was, just wanted me out. Out, right. Hmm. So then we talked to an archivist, Betsy Driggers, archivist. Okay. So, oh, uh, trigger warning. Um, there's also a talk of indigenous death and okay. displacement. So sorry about that. Well, there, every episode has that. We should just put that on every. Uh, yeah. So interesting, Johnny and Tiffany's property was home to the deadliest um, Native American American war in the history of the United States. I feel so, like we've heard that in lots I of them. Like They're like, this is to. the deadliest. This is the one and I'm like, with the most casualties. This is the worst massacre. And like, they can't the all be the worst. <laughs> if they're all the worst, then none are the worst. And that's right. not true. <laughs> that's true. So we're at the, the Seminole Indians had settlements on that land in Florida. Remember we're in Florida for hundreds and hundreds of years, as all Native Americans did, because this was their fucking land first. Well, and like I, in one, I don't know if it was last week, where the Native Americans that were on the land where they were investigating were there 10,000 yeah. years yep. before the 1700s when the Spanish came, yes. or the 1800s maybe, when the Spanish yes. came. Yes, I know. Yeah. So like, just because Christopher Columbus didn't sc- discover it until 1492 didn't mean it didn't exist until mm-hmm. 1492. Yeah. It still existed. Yeah. So in the 1770s, a trading post was established and actually the white men and the Native Americans got along. They traded in peace. Mm. They lived in harmony. They were just living their life. And then guess what happened? The Mm. government came in and they tried to kick the Seminole Indians out of Florida because they wanted the land. So they were like, get the fuck out. And the the Native Americans were like, actually, no. (laughs) So in December of 1835, the Seminole um, Native Americans came in and they burned what was then the Palatka settlement, the entire settlement. They burned it. Mm. The federal government stepped in, took over, and they started building Fort Shannon, which was completed in 1836. John and Tiffany's property and bar is part of the original military outpost. So that land that they're on was part of that. Mm -hmm. Anywhere from 100 to 400 U.S. military personnel were stationed at this outpost at any given time. Wow. Not only did it hold people waiting to be dispatched to go to battle, but it also held the wounded and sick. So Mm -hmm. a lot of death happened Mm -hmm. in this place. Mm -hmm. Um. With this war, um, 3,000 Seminole Native Americans died and roughly 1,600 U.S. troops. So wow. still a, a decent amount of U.S. troops, but it was half of the Seminole Native wow. Americans. 
Um, it ended in 1842 when the Seminole signed a treaty to be displaced to Oklahoma, the mm. middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. So I can only imagine that that was, you know, not a fun journey. Yeah. It's not like they all hopped in their Hummers and drove, you know. Yeah. So then we go to digging through the archives. Uh, <laughs> one of the former owners of the property helped save Palatka from being destroyed during the Civil War. This is actually really interesting. So he, uh, Steve, tracked down her great-great-grandson, who says, quote, when she wasn't burying kids, she was fighting her abusive crook of a husband to keep the property. <laughs> so then we meet Michael Boyd, who is the great-grandson of the former owner, Mary Emily Dunham Boyd. That's a name for you. And she was a remarkable woman. She married a town bigwig, Robert Boyd. After they got married, they moved into the house that Robert had built on Tiffany and Johnny's property. During October of 1862, we're we're in the middle of the Civil War. Mm -hmm. So there was lots of naval activity on the river. There were Union gunboats on the river, Confederate soldiers hiding in the wood. One of the woods, one of the Confederate soldiers fired a rifle and I wrote not gun because that's a bad term to say. (laughs) Right. So they fired a rifle. A rifle. And they scared the entire town. There's Confederate soldiers shooting off rifles. Of mm-hmm. course, they're going to be scared. Mm-hmm. Mary Emily couldn't find a man to go out and stop the shooting. So what did she do? She fucking did it herself. Did it herself. Like, <laughs> Good for her. Men are bitches. I'm going to pick up my <laughs> petticoats and march out there. Good for her. He negotiated a truce and the oh. Confederate soldiers left. Oh. So she saved the town. Good job. She saved lives. Yeah. So wow. she was killing badass. Yeah, of course. Um, now it's going to get kind of sad. Uh, between 1854 and 1867, Mary lost three of her four kids before age three, all on this property. Oh, no. And then Steve says Mike told him on the phone that Mary's husband wasn't the greatest guy and then asks Mike, what can you tell me about Robert? And he got in trouble with his business. So he and his partner were lumbermen. And so they would go and cut down trees for lumber. But Robert was accused of cutting lumber on federal government land, and therefore it was illegal. So he's just fending off a lawsuit after a lawsuit from the government. And the government mm. is like, you know, we could take from you. We could take your property. Mm-hmm. And Robert was like, hold on, actually, because <laughs> I've signed it over to my wife. So it's not my property. It's oh, her property. Uh-huh. And you can't take it. Um, and they were like, ah, you foiled us again. Foiled us again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people do that a lot. So oh, yeah, they, they do. Yeah. Put everything in their spouse's name so yeah. it can't get taken. So it can't get taken. Yeah. So not only was he not a good businessman, but he wasn't a good family man either. He had a violent, uncontrollable temper. Mm. And Mary finally had enough. She filed for divorce in 1876. And three wow. years later, Robert died. That's I don't know how just he died. But this ends really happily because Mary and some of her kids and grandkids lived together in another house on the property for almost 40 more years. Wow. She died of a stroke in 1917. And I believe she was like 87 when she died. So she lived a good life. Yeah. Free of fucking Robert. Right. She saved Florida from the Confederate soldiers. Yeah. He's like, I've done enough. Okay. I'm going to sit in my rocker. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And just watch my... Drink my wine. Watch my stories. Wine. Watch my stories. (laughs) Oh, she died right in the middle of World War One. Dang, she couldn't catch a break. 
I she know. was probably like, you know what? I'm tired of wars. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably. So then we meet a local detective, Mart Stroger. They meet at a jail. I'm like, okay, it's a little dramatic, but sure. <laughs> We started to talk about William Darrell Lindsay, who was just the worst. Um, they called him Redbird because of his red hair. He was born in Palatka in 1935, worked multiple manual labor, manual labor jobs, construction. Can't think of any other jobs that are manual labor, <laughs> but I know they mentioned a couple. And he actually lived about three blocks from the client's property. He was mm. not a great guy. He was an mm-hmm. alcoholic, a drug addict, a womanizer. Not just overall, he had issues. Mm-hmm. He committed his first murder that we know of in 1983 in St. Augustine. He actually met a woman at the bar, at a bar. They go down to the beach and have sex. He then strangles her to death, takes her into the woods, and throws her in a pit. So she's, Jesus. yeah, she's like, to him, she's just trash and yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah. She was a person. Ugh. 1988, five years later, he picks up a sex worker in St. Augustine, rapes her, beats her to death with a board, puts cigarette burns all over her body. Oh, my God. And then on top of that, leaves bite marks all over her body. Wow. Yeah. He was a violent piece of shit. Yeah. 1996, he gets caught. He's arrested in North Carolina for a murder up there, confesses to 12 murders. But they believe he's responsible for at least eight more. I was going to say it's always more than they confess right. to. Right. Um, he cops a plea deal, gets 30 years in prison, goes to prison for five years and dies of cancer at the age of 66. Oh. So he escaped prison essentially by dying. Yeah, by dying. Yeah. Dick. So then we go to Amy. Amy's arrival. She's, she's like, this is really bad. She said there's some guy dead guy in the bar saying, wait, wait, I'm not ready for this. She Mm. goes in the bar and she says, oh God. And then she says, oh Lordy, Lordy. Mm -mm -mm." (sighs) It's bad when she gets Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. She said she sees an evil looking dead lady. She's thin, uh, petite. She said her eyes are filled with bugs. What? Yeah. She said we draw that one. No, we don't. Her hair is long. I'll draw it. Okay. Her hair is long and clumpy. Um, She said she thinks the living people see her. She feels trapped. She's crawling on the ceiling and the walls. I hate when they do that. Um, And she likes to watch people from the ceiling, from the wall. She just likes to watch them. And so Amy said the living people would feel panic. They would feel fear. And it's really bad. And then Amy says with this older dead lady, she sees two kids with her, a boy and a girl, you know, five or six just six ish. And she said, these kids are really bad. They like to create chaos. They like to cause accidents. Um, Amy said, she's very nervous about the stairs with these kids because of what they like to do. Oh, And she said, they cause pain. They cause fear and they touch people. She said, I'm getting inappropriate touching. So -hmm. if you remember, Tiffany has had her butt grabbed. Goosed. Yep. And she said they have mom issues and they go after females. Mm. So then we go into the bar area and she said, this is not a great place for the living people. She said the evil dead lady likes this place, likes the bar and she brings the kids in here. She said they move stuff. They break stuff. If you remember, Tiffany said they had some mugs fly off the Mm -hmm. top shelf. Mm -hmm. 
And she said, kids are like working people up, making them angry, making them fight. Um, and they're jumping people and they're following people home. Oh, no. Yeah. And so she also said, if the kids are jumping people, they can make people go crazy, get sick, oh, kill no. themselves. Oh, my God. They're very manipulative. Like they like to manipulate people to do and cause chaos. Are these children that were really children who died? Okay. So they're not yeah, like. They're not demons. Disguising as children. Yeah. Okay. No. So then we walk out to the patio um, and and Amy said she sees a male who is hiding. She said she gets a sense of ownership from this from him regarding this place. Um, she said she feels like he worked there and he's still trying to do work there. She said he's recent past in the last seven, oh. eight, nine years. And she said he feels really protective, like he's trying to stop Amy from seeing anything bad happen. Oh. And he also says that he, she also says that the protective guy will go after men if they are being aggressive towards women. And so oh. she said men will feel like they're being grabbed, pushed, shoved, oh. et cetera. When you said that guy was pushed out of the bar, I was like, maybe he was misbehaving. Maybe he was. Yeah. And he was getting bounced. Yeah. By a ghost. Yeah. He's like, just because I did doesn't mean you can pull the <laughs> shit in my bar. That's right. So she said the protective guy says he keeps trying to help women, but it always goes sideways. It never goes the way he plans. So they didn't really elaborate on that. But I, you know, it made me think of like one of those comedy movies where somebody's always trying to do the right thing. Yeah. But, you know, they're like they're trying to go on a date, but they end up late and then they spill water on the, you know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Um, she again, she said he's ornery towards men. Um, he doesn't like guys in his space and she, but she doesn't think he would kill anybody. Like he's not dangerous. Yeah. He would just doesn't like people in his place like yeah. men. And I'm like, yeah. same. I don't like that. <laughs> um, Amy says there's lots of death here. She says she gets something with partnerships. Partnerships always go bad on this land. And she said she hears gunshots. She feels panic and she hears gunshots. And she said, whatever the situation is, seems to have started a chain of events. And she said, See, they keep throwing that word around and I don't want to say it. What word? Cursed. And I wrote that this portion was very confusing because hmm. it was it was really disconnected. Like, okay. It didn't, it, she didn't really explain much. It wasn't making sense. She kept saying they um, didn't, I mean, I assume it was spirits, but it just, it was very discombobulated. And I, I wonder really if it was just- time badly edited yeah i wonder if it was yeah. just poorly edited so then we uh go upstairs again and we see the evil dead lady um amy said she's getting like 1890 to 1970 from 17 from her um amy hears a woman sobbing and she said the living would hear that and they would feel depression and loss oh. Amy says that this woman's kids died really young mm -hmm. and then she says she sees her being attacked um, she sees a guy on top of her beating her. And she said, psychologically, it's damaging to Mary. And I'm like, yeah, that would be damaging to anybody. Yeah. Um, and then she sees two guys dressed really well. She said one is the evil lady's husband. And she said they might have had a partnership. And she goes, shit goes wrong between partnerships here. But goes wrong between partnerships here. Do you know why partnerships go bad? Like I kept hearing curse. So 
like it's cursed. The land is cursed. Um, then we go outside uh, and Amy says she feels damage on the left side of her face, damage indicating bludgeoning. Um, Matt asks what happened. And Amy said she sees a woman being attacked anywhere from 1980s until now, like current based on her clothes. Mm-hmm. She said this woman was at the bar all the time and then she was taken. And then Amy says she sees mm-hmm. a psycho looking guy, brown or reddish hair. Oh, boy. I know. And a mutant kind of smile. She said, like, the smile was distorted, which creeps me the fuck out. Yikes. Because I'm thinking of that TikTok filter. Where I was just going to say there's a TikTok filter and it's oh like, be God. careful before you do this. Yeah. Like, you can't show emotion because, like, people are like. I'm going to take a shot of lemon juice and not try to react the filter, you Mm. know, trigger the filter. So she said he seems like a guy or seemed like a guy who worked with his hands and she caught Mm. a glimpse of him in jail with his head shaved. And she said, Mm. he's a killer. And then that's the end of the walk. And then we do the sketch. And Amy says she saw a lot of activity. But the thing that concerned her the most was the dead kids pushing people down the stairs. Yeah. And so it actually shows her, you know, like guiding the the sketch artist. Like, nope, that's different. And, Mm -hmm. you know, know a little bit like, you know, just the way that they do. I like that when they when they do that a little when they show the the process a little bit more. Um, So then we go to reveal. And we're sitting with Tiffany and Johnny together. Mm. And the first thing that Amy talks about is partnerships and how they always go bad. And Johnny says, you know, I've always felt like it it doesn't just feel like bad luck with the building. He said he feels like the entire town is under bad luck and being held back from oh. advancing. Mm-hmm. Then Steve talks about the Seminole Native American settlement and how they'd been here for hundreds of years, got along with the the settlers at first. And then the government came in. And uh, tried to get the Seminole Nation out of there. 1835, the Seminole burnt the whole town down. And Steve said, you know, could the Seminole have cursed the land? And Amy said, that's most likely what happened, is that the Seminole Native Americans cursed the land. And I don't Mm -hmm. fucking blame them. I know, I don't either. So then we talk about the main floor. Um, Amy encountered a man who said uh, had a feel like the place was his. And she said his death was recent, within eight to ten years. And Johnny said, that's my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, he owned it for over 20 years, passed away 10 years ago. And Amy said he'll push and shove guys if they get handy. She said people might see him. Um, and Tiffany actually said she saw a man and followed this apparition thinking it could be Johnny's dad. Mm. Um, and Amy said, most likely, yeah, it is your dad just hanging around the bar. Mm. Uh, then we talk about the evil dead woman. She said, Amy said she's really creepy. She invokes a fear response. And she's, Amy said that, you know, people will get a sudden onset of fear and anxiety for, for no reason, just out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, so a Tuesday for me? <laughs> Amy feels like she would be seen by the living people. And so that's when Tiffany talks about the woman she saw in period dress and she Amy, Tiffany talks about how she got a, a sudden rush of anxiety and Steve's like, you don't strike me as an anxious person. <laughs> Tiffany was like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, what's that like? I <laughs> mean, you just like go through your day and don't worry about everything without intrusive thoughts. And like, you don't lay in bed and think, oh, my God, what if I died? And then my toddler's just stuck in his crib crying for no reason. Like if I die in them, you don't have those thoughts. OK. Yeah, me neither. I'm just hy- hypothetically. Just, um, just, just asking. I mean, just I've like, heard, it just I've heard came that people to, do that. To the top of my like yeah. just 
came to me. Not that I've had that thought at all. So Amy says that this woman, the evil dead woman likes to climb walls. She likes to climb ceilings and just watch people from the ceiling. And Steve talks, you know, he said, you know, I've interviewed employees and customers and they all feel like they're being watched. So this is when we go back and Tiffany talks about the inhumanly large shadow that she saw walking down the sidewalk Mm. towards her Mm -hmm. and it turned into the building and um, she said it was horrific, whatever it was. And she said, could that be the woman? And Amy said, no, that's definitely not the woman. Oh, Amy says she's seen something like that before. It's called a watcher and it's associated with Native American land or areas that have been cursed wow yeah i never heard that before it's called a watcher yep so steve asks who the woman might have been when she was alive and amy said well there was a connection to the property she was crying she suffered loss and amy says she's leaning towards like she suffered the loss of her children Mm -hmm. and that's when steve talks about mary emily dunham boyd uh, he just called her Mary Boy, but I'm like, with a name like that and with what she did, let's use her full name. Yeah. Mary, and let's maybe we don't have to use Boyd because he was the asshole, right? He just was a douche. Give her, yeah. Her Mary and Emily Dunham. Yeah. So then he said her husband and business partner got into trouble. Government seized the property, but not this one. Her life was rough. Husband was abusive, you know, all of that stuff that we talked about. Mm-hmm. And then he actually had a photo of of Mary and some of her grandchildren, which I will send to you, which you will then put up where you put it, wherever yep. you do. I don't know. I just work here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Amy sees the photo and then she starts talking about the two children. She said the woman has two kids with her the majority of the time. Amy calls them little psychopaths. She said oh. they like to touch people inappropriately. That's when Tiffany talked about her butt being grabbed. Uh-huh. Amy says they move things. They break things. That's when Tiffany said, yep, one of the mugs flew off the top shelf and shattered. And it wasn't a rat, a rat. Steve. Or a dog. Yeah. Or a dog. It, no, it's never <laughs> the dog. So Amy said the most concerning game the kids play is who can cause the most accidents. And that's when Johnny talks about the fan falling. Amy says the kids are all about fear, about chaos, about pain, about just causing shit to happen. Mm -hmm. And she said she also saw them pushing people down the stairs and they know how to attach as well. They can Mm -hmm. go home with people. And that's when Tiffany says her foot was grabbed last night, the night before they did this and Mm -hmm. twisted the wrong way three times. And that was like while she was in bed. Yeah, that was while she was in bed. Yikes. And yeah. Can you, she's like, I didn't sleep the rest of the night. I'm Mm-mm. like, yeah, I wouldn't have either. I would not have either. Mm-mm. So then Amy says the kids are cunning and they're manipulative. She says they jump people. They cause manipulative thoughts, dangerous thoughts. And then Tiffany says, you know, it was, it was bad. I had no idea how bad it was. And then she starts crying and she has to leave. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a lot. Yeah. So then, you know, Steve does this whole spiel. Well, you know, for whether or not you can stay, I'm going to turn that over to Amy. And Amy says they can't. She (gasps) said this land is cursed. Oh, no. She said there's a watcher left behind by the Native Americans. She said the land or the watcher will remain and it will continue to enforce this curse. Wow. And there's no way they can't like get a shaman or. Not really. I mean, Mm. Tiffany and then Tiffany, of course, is like we can't walk away our family is here i was raised to fight and we owe it to everybody to fight and johnny said it's really hard to accept it's home 
And Amy says there are things that you can do, but she said it is temporary. Like you're Mm going to have to do it every single day. Mm -hmm. So then we get two months later, we have a video update. Johnny and Tiffany have embraced the paranormal activity. Oh, which means they're probably making money off of it. Yeah, which Amy will not like. Mm -mm. And Tiffany's like, I want to bring love and light into every room. And I'm like, okay, well, you can do that all you want, but there's a watcher from yeah. a Native American curse. Probably a little more powerful than Yeah, it. like it's been around since at least the 1800s, if not mm-hmm. sooner. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Love and light. <laughs> and then the watcher's like, I shit on your love and light. Exactly. And cur- like their land is cursed. Amy yeah. has said, like, yeah. you can't live here. But they're like, we cleansed and blessed the bar and we just bring love and light everywhere we go. And I'm like, okay, well... Amy basically said they have to cleanse the bar every single day. Wow. In order to. And you know that nobody's going to do that. No, they'll do it for a little bit and then they'll just get over it. Yeah. And that the video was the update. So we didn't get anything like the activity continues. Okay. The activity okay. stops. But yeah, I yeah. assume it's continued because they didn't listen to what she had to say. Right. This is her job. Right. Like she knows. And they're like, I was born. If you get knocked down, you get up again. And I'm like that's an admirable okay but you've been but doing that for a while and now now it's people's kind lives of are in danger yeah. yeah it's time to and it's following you home like yeah. what if you and johnny want to have kids yeah think about them yeah Ugh. so Yikes. that's uh that's what happened with that that's not great yeah amy's like we should leave you guys should leave and they're like actually we're gonna stay yeah so, we're gonna thanks Thanks for your input, but we're staying. We're staying. And I'm just going to bring love and light everywhere. Love and light. That heals everything. <laughs> Especially one little non-Native American woman, I assume, right? She's yes. just a regular white person. Against. With the audacity of a white man. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. A Native American curse. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. You're in over your head, baby. You're in. Wait. Love and light all you want, but. <laughs> not yeah. gonna work yeah yeah Ugh. that's powerful yeah so. wow so should we take a trip to steamboat willies and go see if they're still a ghost and all that uh let me see if it's still around it's still open is it yeah does it have a website um i don't think so um, do you want to tell us what we can expect next week? Yes. Um, I forgot that I was going to do that. Like, once again, that's the second time today I forgot that I was supposed to do that. And I closed the file. So hang on. <laughs> I am doing. Oh, I have my notes here. Uh, it is the episode called Hotel Nowhere. Okay. And it is from season two, episode 21. That season had a lot of episodes in it. Wow, 21? Yeah. And this is one that I remember from when I first started watching the show, and I chose it because I liked it because Amy yelled at the hotel owner. <laughs> I he love was it a, when she yells. I know. I, I don't want to say she yelled, like, but she reprimanded. Was he doing she, ghost tours? That's what he wants to do, yeah. And I assume that's what he's doing now. Well, uh, no, uh, there's more of an update. He's not doing it now. I, he did for a while. but. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the one I'm doing. I uh, I've got some. I did a little bit of you know research on the place. Research. That's why I was watching 
Mr. Baggy Jeans. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we do an Alanism? Yeah. All right. Let's do 19. 19. From Oh, we already did that one. That's oh. I'm shit scaredless. Okay. Um, what about 20? 20. Okay. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones that's actually on the wall in the bar. I put some of my dad's favorite sayings on the wall in the bar, and this is one of them. Okay. Um, have you, first of all, you, this will probably only be interesting if you won't, won't get it unless you know the song Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. Yeah. Baddest, Baddest man, man in the whole, in the whole yeah. damn okay. town. Okay. And you know who sang it? Uh, no. Jim Croce. Okay. So this is this is what my dad said. He's singing while he says okay. this. Matter than a greenhouse dog. That's one of the songs by Jim Cariochi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone. Thanks everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the BooPod Network of Super Cool Podcasts. Nailed it. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy.